Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Laces Out podcast, and you know what they say about guests? Guests are like buses. You wait around for ages for a guest, and then two come along at once. Find out who our guests are, and find out which other podcast they're from. All that, the games from last week, the games from this week, everything in between, all the NFL you could possibly want in one space. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Share the podcast around, people. That's the big one. Share the podcast around. If you've got an NFL fan in your life, send them this podcast. They will absolutely thank you for it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is CookieCast. Laces out. Recording in progress. It, it allegedly, allegedly, we are recording. For for you eagle-eared amongst us, you won't be able to see the glorious sight in front of you. For you YouTube watchers, you're like, whoa, it's rice and chips. What is happening here? This is the wrong day. It's the wrong time. What could this possibly be? It's like. The NFL guys went out, grabbed two-thirds of the Formula One podcast guys and smashed it in together into one glorious podcast. And you would be absolutely 100% correct. I am here with my super glamorous co-host, Mr. Paul Williams. How are you, sir? Very good, thank you. How are you? As always, living. And we are joined, as previously mentioned, by two-thirds of... The UK and, in fact, the world's number one Formula One podcast, Mr. Mark Wilkin, Mr. James Stainforth. How are you two gentlemen doing? Hello, good, good. Thank you. How are you? Good, thank apart you for living. Me. Yeah, apart from living, I can't give you any further updates. Uh, I believe that uh, Mark is going to be our our state correspondent for this one for a segment we're calling "Been There, Done That." And, My nickname uh, isn't Tex for nothing, apparently. And uh, James, James is uh, here to uh, try and take the beard mantle. Is what I'm, what I'm hearing. I heard on the grapevine. He's like, I'm coming for that beard, and I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know, mate. I mean, I'm, I'm nervous. I mean, some Mark told me that apparently you was one day old when you had your first shave, so. <laughs> it's true, but it wasn't on my face. Moving swiftly on, uh, Paul. I believe that plenty of picks have been sent your way. However, I believe that there is some other business that's needed to be taken care of when dealing with new guests. So take that away, please. There certainly is, Mister Cooks. Obviously, as as we've done. For every episode where we've actually had guests in person this uh, this season on the podcast, we've asked said guests to provide us with a couple of all season long predictions. Uh, so I'll come to Mark first. Uh, Mark, we've asked to, we've asked people to pick their their Super Bowl matchup. So can I get your AFC versus NFC Super Bowl pick? Obviously, we're now into Week Eleven 
this might look a bit better. So, like, a Bears... I, I mean, it's so up and down this season. Even week 11 doesn't give me much of an advantage, to be brutally honest. True, true. Um, I was going to go play it safe and go Chiefs-Eagles. However, I think Dolphins-49ers. Oh, interesting. Mm, delicious. Now, of that particular matchup, which one do you think would have the edge come uh, Super Bowl Sunday? Uh, 49ers. And the uh, the the guy who would get the uh, the nod of the MVP in that game, um, it's got to be Christian McCaffrey. So that is the second pick of Dolphins Forty Niners. Oh, fourth pick of the Forty Niners to win the the matchup overall, and the second pick of a Christian McCaffrey. Game MVP, which means he won't. So, so you know, sorry. Listen, you never know. Strangest no. things may have may have happened. Uh, James, I'll come to you next. Uh, so same same questions. Uh, AFC versus NFC matchup. What do you think? So this is what's annoying because Mark just said Chiefs and Eagles. I have gone Chiefs and Eagles, but the, what I'm seeing is it's it's going to be right up to the end. It's going to be close. Chiefs 49ers and then last minute kind of shock. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if that was the outcome. Um, so of the Chiefs versus the Eagles, which would you give the uh, the edge to? I'm going Philly. Interesting. And uh, who would you pick as your game MVP in that scenario? If it's that scenario, well, it's, it is going to be that scenario because let's face it, I'm predicting it to go, you know. Not wow. arguing or anything there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. Nice. So that is our second Chiefs Eagles pick of the season after Mr. Cook. Um, however, nice. he went for the Kansas, he went for the Kansas City Chiefs, whereas. I've also picked the Eagles to win the game, but I went for Eagles-Bengals as my Super Bowl. And I have also picked Jalen Hurts to be the game's MVP. So, a couple of sort of uh, similar similar picks across the board there. Uh, The last thing for each of you to pick, gentlemen, would be a regular season league MVP. Um, So, I'll come to James first for that one. So... Who do you think? Who do you think's looking the most likely at the minute to be named the league MVP as it stands? It's got to be Patrick Mahomes. Interesting. Where, where things are going at the moment. I mean, normally I'd, I've been tied between him and Josh Allen, but <laughs> Monday night just, happened. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty that, one, good, that wasn't the best. No, that wasn't the best. Uh, Mark, who have you gone for? Exactly the same, Patrick Mahomes. See, I I think he's potentially had his worst season yet as a pro. Arguably, he's like he's not he's not hitting the numbers that he usually would. Um, I don't know if that means that he's just going to come out down the stretch and just put some ridiculous figures together or something like that. But no, I I was going to say before you guys picked, I was going to say now 
just before you pick, just just so you guys know, um, I've I've gone with Aaron Rodgers, so it's probably best to stay away <laughs> from him because I I need the win this season. So Aaron Rodgers is kind of off the table for picking. He might come back, you know. He might. He might get. He might get comeback player ball. of the year. But yeah. I, I was just going to say this: is as a as a player ever won comeback player of the year after being injured and come back in the same season? I, no, because the famous one has to be Alex injury. Smith, doesn't it? But it wasn't in the same season. No, that took him like that took him like three years to come back from, didn't it? Mm. His leg was yeah. messed up. Yeah, that oh, was. Oh god, that, yeah, that was, that that was, was awful. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. So, you see long picks. Mark has gone with the Dolphins 49ers Super Bowl with the Niners to win the game and Christian McCaffrey to be the game's MVP. James has gone with the Chiefs-Eagles with the Eagles to win the Super Bowl and Jalen Hurts to be the game's MVP. And they've both taken Patrick Mahomes to get the nod as the regular season league MVP. Not going to lie, gents. I would snatch both your hands off for those Super Bowls. Mm. Absolutely. At this stage in the game, I would take either of those as an option and be a very happy man come Super Bowl Sunday. Mm. Um, now then, we we talk about uh, we talk about all sorts of stuff. We talk about what happened last week. We talk about what happens this week. We got some uh, some prediction stuff going on. Uh, we got last week's next week's um so let's get last week's predictions out of the way because as i was saying off air i am not looking forward to this <laughs> well thanks so obviously last week um it was one of the weeks where we weren't able to secure a guest so i asked uh, my uh, my lovely wife to provide uh, her predictions again um, if she listens to this she, she might not be happy to hear that uh, coming last with four of 14 selections correct it was Amy Williams oh, oh dear now any uh, other week uh, any other week you'd go four is a bad score the week we're talking about in question I think four is a reasonable score because it's, oh yeah. my word what happened last week well, well, she picked. She picked in game week eight, and she got twelve out of sixteen correct. So obviously, week ten was just an anomaly across the board. Yeah, uh, the the only one she managed to get correct uh, were the Colts beating the Patriots, the Vikings beating the Saints, the Cowboys beating the Giants, and the Seahawks beating the Commanders. The rest, she was all way off the off the mark. Um, so that leaves myself and Mister Cook. Um, second with seven of 14 selections correct so not many more um, was myself you can see the surprise in his face ladies and gentlemen which means winning the week with nine of 14 selections correct is Mr Cook uh, so the seven teams that let me down I had the the Ravens to beat the Browns the Bengals to beat the Texans the Saints to beat the Vikings the Falcons to beat the Cardinals Chargers to beat the Lions uh, Jets to beat the Raiders and the, uh, the Bills to beat the Broncos a couple of them were coin flip games really Bills should have beaten the Broncos if they could have like, you know, not kept like, you know, 11 men on the field so one of the stats from the game Josh Allen has nearly as many interceptions as he has touchdown passes I think he's got 19 
touchdown passes and 11 interceptions for the season. Do do we assume that he just saw Jameis Winston's 30 and 30 season from a couple of years back at Tampa and he's just going for that again? He's just, he wants he wants that 30 interception season. I believe Maybe they're going to the same optician. I believe the Bills have relieved their offensive coach of his duties today. And they are going with um, one of their other coaches to fill the uh, position in, on an interim basis. Mm. Either way, it's not, it's not looking particularly uh, particularly healthy in uh, Bills County, let's put it that way. Yeah, so getting the win... With 9 of 14 selections correct, it is Mr. Cook this week. Well done, sir. Uh, you were only let down by the Ravens, the the Browns, the Bengals at the Texans. Also at home to the Texans. The Falcons not, not beating the Cardinals. The Jets not beating the Raiders. And the Bills not beating the Broncos. Uh, but other than that, 9 out of 14. So that moves you to 3.5 points for the season. I'm still languishing on 1.5 points. But the guest does have 5 points for the season. Um... That does leave us with the side bet for week 10. Now, obviously, for those who are unfamiliar with the side bet, of the week's games, myself and Andy go in, we pick four games where we think it's a, it's a clear, clear-cut winner uh, one way or the other. As soon as that game is selected, it moves it from the, uh, from the slate and the other person can't select it. So, Andy's teams, he had the Steelers to beat the Packers. The point there. The the Falcons to beat the Cardinals. It's a big no. Um, the, the the Bengals to beat the Texans. It, it, it's another big no. And and most importantly, the the Bills to beat the Broncos. It's it, it's not great reading. Let's let's not beat around the bush there. It's um, it's, not, it's not ideal. Um, so, Andy went into the week with uh, 21 points from a possible 36. He ends the week with 22 points from a possible 40. Not ideal. Not, not ideal. It's not, it's not what um, I'm going for. If, if, that's un, if, if we're under any illusions here, that's not what I'm aiming for. It, it, no. But, you, you, yeah, that's, we'll, we, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. So um, I had, unfortunately, the Ravens to beat the Browns. So that's uh, that's an incorrect an incorrect selection for me. Uh, but I did have the Cowboys to beat the Giants. Tick. The Seahawks to beat the Commanders. Tick. And the Colts to beat the Patriots oh, in Germany. Sweet mother. Big tick. So I got myself three points for the week to move on to twenty eight from possible forty. So. The, 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 the lead that I had uh, over Mr. Cook does extend, sadly. So, uh, when I were, um, you, you need more than a, a clean mm-hmm. sweep yep. in uh, yeah, one of the weeks to, to get yourself back in contention. But it happened last season, so... It did. Know. It did. I'm not... Well, strange things have happened. Strange I'm things not, have happened. I'm not, I'm not feeling it this season. Um, this, no. se- this season is well and truly... Uh, because listening to those picks, I'd go back and make every single one of them again. So, yeah. Screw off 2023 season. Week 10 of 2023 season. 
Now I understand there's uh, there's been uh, there's been some sort of uh, breakdown in the uh, in the communications. Was the uh, did someone not put fifty p in the slot to uh, to Mister Davies this morning to get those stats? So the um, the short version is this: um, moving moving the record around moves the options for gathering of the stats uh, sometimes they have to be done on the fly by the stats mistress sometimes they have to be done uh, poolside during during swimming lessons and can't always can uh, can't always guarantee the quality uh, this week the stats mistress said hey we don't want to know what this week's stats are let's look at last year's So I'm like, here you go, Paul, here's some stats. And he's like, these stats are wrong. I'm like, I, I, what? How are they wrong? He's like, well, they're not from last week. He's like, they're not even from this season. It's like, shit. Um, uh, so, yes. I sent I sent a, a, a text message to the stats mistress and said, WTF. And she went, so instead of doing any stats this week, I gave you a stat. Give you a Josh Allen stat. There we go. That's stats for the week done. Moving on swiftly. Um, one of our guests has attended American football. I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah, we've all we've all been to Wembley. We've all seen how the sausage is made. No. One of our guests is a is a worldwide traveller and has been on location. So. Replacing the stats for this week is a live account, a blow-by-blow, blow, some might say, of what it's like to go to an American football game in the Americas. Mark, I believe you've yes. had live attendance for American football. I, I have indeed. I was lucky enough, yeah, for my 40th to uh, attend San Francisco 49ers be the Arizona Cardinals, James's team. Um, yeah, all right. To totally different to the London games. Mental. The tailgate before, just absolutely crazy with the big pickups, the barbecues, the beers, the music. Yeah, it was a totally different experience. R- really, really good though. Well worth it to anybody to go to America and see a game. How, how, how sort of like, how sort of, Long before the game, did you actually get there? So, like, all the tailgate and stuff like that? Um, so, San Francisco is a bit strange because, obviously, the ground is Santa Clara, so it's two two hours, two trains and two hours away. Two trains? So, it was a half half one kickoff, and I think we got there about half eleven. So, it was a couple of hours, obviously, before. A bit like a football game here, you know, the... Like the build up, but they start at like nine o'clock in the morning. Like all the official tailgates opened up. I'm sure it was like half eight or nine o'clock. Um, but yeah, we had a Cal train to get the double decker train and then a um, like a monorail type tram thing as well. So obviously, with it being quite far away, we didn't want to get up at the crack of dawn and go. But yeah, it was they was well into the swing of things time we got there, and that was two hours before the game. <laughs> Have you taken any bits with you, or, or were you just sort of being like thrown beers and stuff like that? Because like I think that the in my head, like 
they seem to be sort of quite generous with like English folk and stuff like that. Oh, I mean, God, because it was my birthday that the we went with my wife and our two friends, and they bought me a sash that said "Forty Today," and that was like, oh, they were like flies around shit, really, to me. They were like, <laughs> you know, like kind of, you're here. Oh, oh, you're English. You book. Oh, why are you here? Like, oh, right, I've come to see the game. Blah blah blah. Great. I mean, they all sell the beers and sell the food, so I'm guessing that kind of. Is like I mean it's a couple of dollars a beer like they have these big bags and stuff again I think that was three or four dollars but what's really really strange is they don't go into the game when it kicks off so obviously you can see the car park from we were high up in the stands obviously being from Yorkshire we got the cheap seats um, and they didn't come into the game until second halfway through the second quarter they were still out in the car park partying. Music was on, and there was just a steady stream of people going into the second quarter of the game. And you thought, you've missed two fe- like half the game nearly. Like, what? It's not cheap. Um, but yeah, they were so welcoming. And as soon as in the stand, every touchdown, they were turning around, high fiving me, like cheering, hugging, like, yeah, yeah, it's his birthday, man. And all, all everything you stereotypical American, yeah, it was that. Nice. Mm. So you'd, uh, you'd certainly recommend it as, a, as an experience. Then. Yeah, I mean, I love the London games. I've been to Twickenham, Wembley and Tottenham. But this, for me, probably across every sport I've been to is the best sporting event I've, I've attended, definitely. And I'd hands down go back tomorrow. I mean, we met some fans in LAX airport before. They fly from San Diego for every home game. They drive from San Diego to LAX then fly to San Fran, stay in Santa Clara. And they said, oh, don't buy your tickets before. So many season pass holders like, won't go to the, the, the littler games, so buy them online at Ticketmaster. But like we said, we're from the UK. We wanted them well in advance. Um, but they was even friendly in the airport. As soon as you had a 49ers jersey on and you spoke English, there was all of you. Nice. Nice. Well, it's, it's always nice to get like a sort of a different sort of opinion of things and stuff like that. And it's obviously not not all of us have, uh, have, have had the chance to uh, to go to a game in the states. That's pretty cool. So, so we'll move on to week 11's games. Uh, all the boys have sent me in picks. There are a couple that we just need to uh, clarify, but we're uh, we'll do that all in good time. So don't uh, don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. You won't have to do anything in your feet, but. Um, we are just going to take away, sorry, step away, sorry, and take a small break just before we uh, go through the uh, week 11 picks. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, don't go anywhere. We'll, uh, we'll be right back. Recording in progress. Ah, welcome back in, ladies and gents. So, week 11's game picks. Like I said before, the three gents on the screen and myself, which would indicate that I'm not a gent, I think. Interesting. Um, anyway, um, so we've all provided our picks for this week. Um, there was just two that we needed to clear up. So Mark was un- he was uh, uncertain before the uh, before the record before the record about the Bengals at Ravens and the Eagles at Chiefs games. Um, I do understand now, Mark, that you've decided to go with your original gut feeling of the Ravens to get the win against the Bengals. 
and the yeah. cheat to get the win against the Eagles. They're both coin flip games, so yeah, that's that was my gut feeling. I'm sticking with it. Okay. I'm going with it. So those, so those, those two particular games, you know how Mark feels about them. So we'll just go through them one by one, give you the, uh, the sort of the flavour of the group. Uh, so obviously the first game of the week is the Thursday night football. Um, kind of a, a kind of a return to uh, to form for Thursday night football, considering that last week's game was the Panthers and the Bears. Um, wouldn't be surprised if I found out that the uh, viewing figures for that took a little bit of a hit last Thursday. Um, Considering that's two teams that probably have no chance of making the postseason, dare we say? Uh, although to be fair, the division that oh well, I suppose that I was going to say the division that the Bears are in, it's not the greatest. But then again, the, the division that the Panthers are in is not not exactly setting the world on fire. Is it? I was going to do uh, some, anyway, I was going yeah. to do some kind of joke about how one of those teams struggles to make the regular season, but I thought. I'd <laughs> so. Um, Bengals at Ravens. We've got three people who have gone for the Ravens to get the win here. That is Andy, Mark, and James. I think the Bengals might get this one uh, get this one done. Um, like Mark said, it's a bit of a coin flip game. Uh, obviously, it's it's interdivisional as well. Um, yeah, won't be surprised if the Ravens bounce back. Obviously, having lost to the Browns last week, um, but obviously the Bengals got beaten as well, so they both need to bounce back in series. Should have, should have put a tie in it, shouldn't I? The lesser spotted tie. Uh, so we move on to the uh, the second game of the week, and this is the start of the 6pm games. Um, not a great shock to say that we've all taken the Cowboys to beat the Panthers. Um, I, I would dare I say one of the uh, easier games to predict of the weekend. Um, now you've said again. that, the Cowboys will throw it away. Oh, no. they'll... they'll <laughs> They'll they'll put in a, a classic Dallas uh, performance and somehow manage to get like eleven points for the entire game or something like that. Um, next up, we've got another um, interconference game. We've got Steelers at Browns. Um, I'm a little bit surprised actually. We've all taken the Browns on that one, even though it's like a big sort of like rivalry game. Like uh, no no one fancying the Steelers in that one. Eh? I didn't realise how good their record was, actually, because everyone's been down on them. So when you look, actually, they've done better than what you think. But yeah, yeah up in the brown. So I think it, like, with with the Steelers, it's always it's strange, isn't it? Because obviously Tomlin's never had a losing season there. And even in even in the I think it was was it last season or the season before, they still managed to finish eight eight and one. Mm. So he had a perfectly five hundred season or something like that. Um, yeah, I, they're a, they're a strange one to call at the minute. The, the Steelers, because obviously they're like they're six and three. That entire division's over five hundred, um, and to make to make the division like more interesting, obviously a, a Bengals win, and it seems unlikely, but a Steelers Browns tie puts pretty much everyone in the division within a game or half a game of each other, so. Anyone can win that division moving forward. Um, yeah, a bit of a strange one, that one. Um, next up, we've got the Bears at the Lions. Now, James has taken the Bears in this one, and I kind of want to know why. <laughs> Honestly, I 
think it's after the surprise we had recently. I, I, I'm just expecting another one. Why? Why not? Let's have a little giggle. Do you know what? It's it's one of those games as well because it's like it, it, because it's divisional. They're the games that you sort of like tend to see that like the players are a bit more up for as well. So if they are going to get another win, I mean they've got three wins all season anyway. But you wouldn't be surprised if it was a win against a team that's you know doing well. And obviously the Lions have been only lost two games all season. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen personally. I mean, like I said, me, Andy and Mark have all gone for the Lions in that one. Um, but you never know. Straight, straight Jared, things have happened. Jared Goff could turn back into Jared Goff at any time. It, that is a, true. Any day I now, that is a possibility. <laughs> any moment at any day. It's like, is it now? Is it today? Yeah, it could happen. No. It, then that could be the game. So. Uh, next up, we've got the Chargers and the Packers. Um, myself, Andy and Mark have taken the Chargers, whereas James has gone for the Packers. Is that just because of the home field advantage there? Or do you think that the Packers are a better team? No, let's go for the advantage. Yeah, fair enough, I suppose. We're starting to get into the time of year where I don't think anyone's going to want to go to Green Bay because it's going to be freezing. Mm. So, and obviously, if the Chargers have got to go across the country as well, it's one of those ones where you wouldn't be surprised if if that was the outcome. Um, the Chargers, I thought the Chargers were unlucky against the Lions on Sunday. To be fair, that that was a hell of a game. Um, and obviously, they only just lost it at the end. Um, next up, we've got the Cardinals at the Texans. Um, Three people have picked the Texans, and I bet you can't guess who it is that's picked the Cardinals. <laughs> Although I didn't notice he'd removed his Cardinal cap for the uh, for the second portion of the, uh, of the podcast. There, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, oh, just my head's getting too big, so it don't fit now. It's giving me headaches from tension. <laughs> Nothing to do with a badge on the front. Honest, yeah, honest. <laughs> <laughs> I got, got a good one last week against the Falcons. Yeah. Um, next up, uh, we've got the Titans at the Jags. Um, there's a bit of a pattern emerging here. Myself, Andy and Mark have all taken the Jaguars, uh, whereas James has taken the <laughs> Titans. Um, it's another one. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of like conference games this week, it seems. And I don't know if it's... I can't remember if it's the Titans or... Oh, no, no, it's the Colts. I think there's, there's there's a start about the Colts and whenever the Colts and Jaguars play, it's something like the Colts haven't beaten the Jaguars for like eight straight games or something like that. So this is another one where the Jaguars are at home, but because it's conference, I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans did win that one, considering how bad they were at the weekend. They got absolutely like the, the Niners went to Jacksonville and absolutely smoked them. So I won't be surprised if that's going to sort of linger for a little while. And they're sort of like licking their wounds a little bit. Um, yeah, any thoughts on that one? Nothing. He's got nothing. It, it, like, like I say, like, conference games are always a bit weird. They always go a little bit sort of strange. Uh, next up, we've got the Raiders at the Dolphins. Um, myself, Andy and Mark have all taken the Dolphins on this one. James <laughs> has gone for the Raiders. <laughs> Now, 
that one's got to be playing for points. I'm, 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 at this point, I'm like, this is all about points, this. He's, <laughs> he's looked at last week and gone, I've got an idea. Now, if it works, yeah. if, it could, if it doesn't work, fine. But if it works, I'm going to go I, down in infamy. I thought, I'm not on this every week. That I'm not competing against Cookie or Paul. I'm like, this is just me and Mark, so... <laughs> <laughs> I know Mark's probably going to go with most so I'm just going to go with the other one and just see what happens here, just have a bit of a laugh Am I that predictable? Well, no, I suppose I've gone the sensible yeah. option yeah. Fast, no, fast forward to this one. time yeah. next week when Paul's like and winning Shit. the week with a nearly <laughs> clean sweep <laughs> and, I'll, and we're, the rest of us are just like oh, I, I, it's I a mean, deserved happens, win. Let's go with that. Wants to let him go with the Cardinals. <laughs> if it happens, I'll never come on the NFL podcast again because I. Just, <laughs> if it happens, I'm never someone's, coming on again. Someone's, someone's definitely going to click that and then just like sort of play it back to you. Just like, right, you're a man of your word here. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, we've got the Giants at the Commanders, and uh, I bet you can't guess the pattern, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Three of us have taken the Commanders and one of us has taken the Giants. Any guesses as to who that might be? I mean, now you're just being stupid if you took the Giants. Come on. Yeah. Now, yeah, what's what's the what's the thinking behind that one? Again, I'm just trying to annoy Mark now. Ah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not just a huge Tommy DeVito fan. No. You're only too frustrated. Mark as much as I can right now, and I'm I'm quite enjoying it. In all honesty, <laughs> it's, it's working. It's working. Oh, it certainly is. Um, next up, I think it's the start of the nine o'clock game. It certainly is. So we've got the Buccaneers at the 49ers and um, we've all taken the 49ers on that one. Oh. I think uh, even even a books. Even a book in San Francisco was uh, a little bit too hard to uh, to pick for James. I think there. <laughs> um, we've, we've all gone the same actually. So the next the next one's like another sort of strange one. So we've got the Jets and the Bills. We've all taken the Bills, but based on the Monday Night Football against the Broncos, something's not right in Buffalo. No, and I don't know if it's. Is it a Josh Allen thing? Is it a whole team thing? So, obviously, from that game, a lot of stuffs come out. They've made a they've made a change at uh, offensive coach today. But I think you might be onto something with saying it's going it's going deeper than that because there was something wrong with Josh Allen. That those interceptions were painful to watch. There was. Stuff going on with other members of that team. There was a couple of strange drops. Um, obviously, I don't want to mention anything to do with the fact that the, uh, the 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 officials definitely tried to help them out with the uh, the the raft of penalties against the Broncos, and still could not get it done. And let's face it, the Broncos weren't having an amazing time. We were talking about like the, the kicker. Pretty sure he only saved his job by getting that second attempt because he missed a point after. So... Two? Yeah, yeah. 
So it was a bit like the Broncos weren't having the most amazing day. Russell Wilson has obviously been told at this point, you ain't getting any protection, so if you don't want to be eating grass for the rest of the season, you probably want to start playing your own game because the moment that ball <laughs> is let loose, that pocket collapses faster <laughs> than a bridge made of paper. And he is just running around like headless chicken, like, uh, where can I put this ball? And weirdly in that game was managing to find places to put it. It's like it's like the rest of the team were like, well, I guess I'll take the ball. If if you can get it to me, I'll, I'll take it from you, I guess. So there was all of that going on on that side of the ball. The Bills... That there was there was something seriously wrong across that entire team. I think the first play, James Cook got it stripped, didn't he? Like I think that set the tone for yeah. it. But it, and like, like I say, it just went wrong from there. But the Sutton touchdown was a bloody good catch. I mean, fair play. But like I say, the Bills are their own worst enemies at the minute. Josh Allen's a, f- a funny quarterback, isn't he? Because He's been ready to win the Super Bowl for how many seasons now, and he's getting nowhere near. Yeah. They're always gonna, they're always gonna struggle with the fact that they're in the same, they're in the same like conference while like, well, I don't even know how you sort of determine it, but obviously with the fact that like to get to the Super Bowl, they're pretty much gonna have to beat the, the, the Chiefs at least once, mm. um, and that's. Maybe that's always in the back of their mind. And like, that's just like a little mental block they can't get past and stuff like that. But yeah, just something's definitely not right there. Like Andy said, obviously, they, if they've fired the offensive coordinator, maybe that'll be the change that they need to sort of give them a kick up the arse to sort of finish the season strong um, and stuff like that. But, but we'll see. Uh, next up, we've got the Seahawks at the Rams. Um, we've all taken the Seahawks on that one. Now I think just going off like future sort of, sorry like past past performances, I think for a, for a while the Rams were a bit of a bogey team for the Seahawks. I think it was it seemed to be a case. You might know this better, Mark, obviously because it's the your sort of conference. But obviously there was that there was that time when the Seahawks made the the the, the, um, the Super Bowl in back to back seasons, and it seemed like the only team that beat them in that time was the Rams or one of the teams that sort of seemed to beat them on like quite quite a sort of a frequent basis was the Rams mm. um, but yeah like I say we've all gone for the Seahawks I, I don't know if that's just because the Rams are sort of rebuilding or the Seahawks look strong any thoughts? I, I've been saying all season that the Seahawks are just slipping under the radar this season they've had like they've had a couple of bad seasons so I think the psych the psychology behind it is that that's what people expect from them this season and they are literally just spending their time going, just keep your heads down, don't make a fuss, don't make a lot of noise, and we'll we'll keep this this winning streak going. Because every every week that I come to predict the games, when you look at it, it's like, are they, are they six and three, the Seahawks? Uh, so they're, yeah, the same as 49ers, because yeah, yeah. So they're, they're, you know, they're doing well. Huh? So it's that kind of... Yeah, just keep your heads down, keep quiet, and just keep moving. It's funny because, like you say, last season, all we heard about the Seahawks was Pete Carroll's the same message to the team, the players are bored of it, and it was all about Pete Carroll potentially going out of the Seahawks. 
this year nothing's been said. And like I say, they've got a good running back. They've got three good receivers now. Gino is solid, not if not spectacular. And they've got a good defence again. Like I say, they're a well-rounded team really, aren't they? And like I say, they're, yeah. they're well under the radar. But six and three, they're not getting a lot of noise said about them. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think part of that is, is because, like, obviously up until they lost the three in a row, I think the, the Niners just looked like a cut above mm. anyone else in that sort of division. Um, so it was almost as if it was just like, well, it's the Niners to lose, as it were, yeah. rather than the yeah. Seahawks to win. Mm. So, but yeah. So we have two games left. Um, the Sunday night football sees the Vikings take on the, the Broncos. The Broncos are a strange one because aren't they now something like five, four and five? The Broncos. Yeah. So I think their last two wins are the the Chiefs and the Bills. You'd have got good. You'd have got good money on that if you'd have put that on as a double. Yeah. So I saw a thing that was saying the last two games they've won were against the Chiefs and the Bills, and it was like of all the games to win. Great. Is this a side like the Broncos looked different and what I mean there essentially is Russell Wilson looked different last week. It's like he's accepted that he can't get any help from the team. So if he wants a win, he's gotta get him gotta get it himself. He he seemed to be running the ball more. Like he'd be like, Well, I've got nowhere to throw it, but I've got a gap, so I'm just gonna run. So it was it was a weird thing to watch where it's like who's helping him get this win didn't seem to be to to give them their dues the Broncos defense is and is generally reasonably good and this version of the Broncos defense is good so when they're stopping the ball the other, the other way you know they've got that going for them, but from an offensive stance, it's literally Russell Wilson out there on his own. Whereas previous weeks, he was just taking sacks left, right, and center because, for want of a better way of putting it, the rest of the team didn't like him and weren't protecting him. Now it seems to be a system where it's like we still don't like you and we're still not going to protect you, but he's the one going. Fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah, from a from a predictions perspective, um, myself, Andy, and Mark have all taken the Vikings here. James has gone with the Broncos. Now, I can't work out if that's whether he thinks the Broncos are on a bit of a tear, or it's just the fact that he's pissed off that the Vikings took Josh Dobbs off the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no hard feelings here, mate. <laughs> What's his new nickname? Dobbs in the NFL now. Something to do with his NASA. Um... Oh. oh, Christ Almighty! What was it? Um... Is it Pastronaut? That was it. Oh, yeah, That's the, the Pastronaut. <laughs> I didn't realise how many teams he'd had. Josh Dobbs and how long he's been around the league. Yeah. Like, yeah. So had he been drafted by the Ravens? But never got in, never like, never. I don't think he ever played for maybe like a couple of sort of relief games here and there. But 
Um, the first I heard, the first I knew was when, was, uh, when it was the backup of Pittsburgh. Mm. Yeah, be at Ben, yeah. And then he sort of just like sort of rolled around the leagues uh, or rolled around the teams instead. But um, fair play to him. He, like, I thought he had a little start of the season at, at Arizona. He, he actually made him competitive in some of the games. Yeah, so, yeah, did. And like, fair enough. He's he's got the gig at the Vikings until at least the end of the season, and obviously, um, old Kirky boy's uh, contracts up at the end of the season, isn't it? So, wouldn't be surprised if 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 they have a positive end between now and the end of the season. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets the gig long term in Minnesota. Um, but you just can't tell with this league, can you? And finally, the Monday Night Football. Um, the worst possible slot for this if you live in the UK, um, and possibly the best game of the season so far, it is the Eagles at the Chiefs. Um, a repeat of last season's Super Bowl, and possibly this coming one as well. Um, in in a in a repeat of the pattern that appears to have uh, fallen this entire evening, uh, myself, Andy, and Mark have all taken the Chiefs on this one, whereas James has gone with the Eagles. Now. Like Mark said for the other for the other game, the Bengals at the Ravens, this one absolutely is a 50-50 for me. Coin flip. Just give the edge to the Chiefs because they're at home, personally. But, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if we get another shootout like we did in the Super Bowl on this one. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm just pissed off that it's at like 20 past one on a, month, on a Tuesday morning. It's the most irritating thing for me. To be just like a shoot off though, either. If if I if I'm wrong with they're going to be in the Super Bowl again this season, that that's where it'll be the whole arm wrestle thing again, all over again. But this one, I just, I just think it's going to be a very convincing win for the Eagles. Mm. Interesting. I mean, like I, I can't remember the last time that like the Chiefs sort of like capitulated at home. Well, I suppose it'd been the, the first game of the season, I suppose, when they lost to the Lions. But um, I, I won't be surprised. Like I said, like I said, right at the top, Mahomes, he's not looked, he's not looked quite right all season for me. Um, so I wouldn't. It's that sort of thing where if he doesn't have a great start, it might, it might sort of get to him. You might, you might see him sort of like fold a little bit, but. I mean, Obviously, he's done, it, he's done his entire career, though, hasn't he? Like, sort of like put, being put behind in situations, and then just coming through and getting the win. That's like sort of a bit of his mo, really. But obviously, we need to ask the the important question. I was going to ask this. Yeah, I know what you, exactly what you're going to say here. Is is Tay Dolph going to be in, uh, no. in attendance? <laughs> Maybe James knows knows she isn't. That's why he's gone for the Eagles. Uh, he's like. According according to uh, according to Tadol Switler's uh, Instagram account, she's not going to be in attendance. So uh, I think we know which way this one's going to go. Well, let's uh, let's all pray for the Chiefs Chiefs Nation that um, Tay she's not going to be there. So the eagle the eagle eared amongst you may have noticed there that Andy and Mark have managed to pick. The exact same slate of all 14 games there. Oh, just to clarify, the four teams that are on bye for week 11 oh, yeah. are the Falcons, the Saints, the Colts, and the Patriots. The Patriots yeah. obviously hope that their bye can last for the next eight weeks so that they never have to play a game ever again this season. 
Presumably they're using their um, bye week to find themselves a new head coach. <laughs> it's well, time, gentlemen. It's time. Yeah. So, because Andy and Mark have both picked the exact same slate of the uh, of the 14 games, we need somewhere to um, differentiate between them in the, in the event of a tie, which obviously can't, which, which will happen. Um, so, what I have uh, proposed, gentlemen, is... 14 games in total. I'll go with whoever has the closest number for total points scored across all 14 games. So, have a quick think. Think of maybe an average points that are scored in each game. Multiply it by 14 to give yourself a rough average. And then sort of like tweak it a little bit. Maybe, and then I'll come back to both of you to get your uh, your ideas. I was gonna I was gonna suggest the which game do you think will have the highest points in it, but then that's not a that's not a, like a a definite thing. Whereas there definitely will be a number of points scored across the two games. I I thought you might have gone for predict the Chiefs Eagles score as a tiebreak because that'd uh, have been cruel. Yeah, I mean I can I can do that if you, I do I can do that if you prefer. I don't know which one is the worst. <laughs> so let's go. Okay. Sounds 14, wasn't it? Right. Okay. Okay, so it sounds like Mark's. Have you got yours, Andy? I have. Right. Mark, what have you gone for? 532. Andrew? I've gone with 560. There you have it. So, obviously, in the event that Andy or Mark is the winner, there whoever's the closest in the points there will get the win. Um, so that's Week 11's games predicted from the four of us. Um, all that's left to do now is for me and Andy to pick our four games for the side bet. Uh, obviously, because Andy is behind in the standings, I will, of course, let him choose whether he goes first or asks me to go first. Obviously, last week he put me into bat, so to speak, so that he got the uh, the two slots of two picks. Um, how do you want to do it this well week? Um, what I was going to say to Mark and James is, if you want to play along, you can predict which of our picks you think has the higher chance of winning. So whether my four games are going to be the way I've picked four okay. games are better than the way Paul's picked them. Uh, unfortunately, Paul, I... <clears throat> and I'll just go with whatever Mark doesn't go with. Yeah, yeah, so just go with the opposite of Mark. Just <laughs> wait for him to pick first. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, Paul, you've you've made two mistakes here. Number one is giving me the option to go first, which I will. And then number two was telling me which game to pick first. So I'll be taking the Cowboys to beat the Panthers, please. <laughs> I mean, it, it's certainly, uh, I mean, it, surely they've got to be at least a two-touchdown favourite in that game, surely. Having now picked that to be my game, look out for, and in a strange turn of events, the Panthers have beaten the Cowboys by 60 points. <laughs> it will be one of those games where the Panthers are two touchdowns up within the first quarter. Um, okay, so Andy's taking the Cowboys. 
I'll jump straight in there and I'll go for the Lions to beat the Bears. And the Dolphins to beat the Raiders. No, you swine. That was the game I your was looking next, Your next two picks, sir. Okay, possibly strangely, but uh, I will take the Commanders to beat the Giants. Not going to lie, that's exactly where I was looking. So. And the 49ers to beat the Buccaneers. Yep, it's a solid two picks. Uh, I will go with the Jags to beat the Titans. And I will finish off with... Now it's getting a bit more difficult. I'll go with the Seahawks beating the Rams. You swat! I was like, I'm going to get the Seahawks out from under Paul because he'd already said, "Damn it!" I thought I, I thought I was going to snake that little one out. Do I go with that? I ain't touching either of those. Those have already been taken. Those have already been taken. And I ain't touching either of those games. So it has to be... Stu will be happy that I will take the Los Angeles Chargers to beat the Green Bay Packers. Because, as I was just going through there, I ain't touching any of those other games. So I'm kind of left oh, with <laughs> one option. So, just for clarification, there. So Andy's taken the Cowboys at home. No, sorry, the Cowboys at the Panthers. The Commanders at home to the Giants. The Niners at home to the Buccaneers, and the Chargers at the Packers. Whereas I've taken the Lions at home to the Bears. The Dolphins at home to the Raiders. The Jags at home to the Titans and the Seahawks at the Rams. If you were pressed there, gents, which do you think is the sort of uh, the more likely to be the safe four selections? Go on, James. <laughs> I see what he's done there. Yeah, got in there first. Smart move, smart move. I'd probably go with Paul's. For a second, I thought James was going to go with the if I make out that I'm frozen, then Mark will have to make, <laughs> Mark will have to make his pick, and then I'll be like, Sorry, I, I'm, I'm back. I'm in. I honestly thought he was doing the. <laughs> so, so, 
So they've got it. So I've, I've made a note there. So Mark has gone with Andy's selections, whereas James has gone with mine. Yeah. Uh, that brings to an end week 11's uh, selections, ladies and gents, and uh, all the side pit, all the side pit, and all the uh, assorted nonsense that goes along with it. Um, I suppose all that's left for myself and Mister Cook to do is to thank these two gentlemen for joining us on the uh, on the podcast this week. Thanks very much, gents. Thanks for taking the time out of your schedules to join us. No problem. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Check out the no Straight to the Apex podcast, the finest Formula One podcast in the land and any other land. Um, uh, I think the, uh, not to talk about a different sport, but I think the uh, the Formula One podcast, uh, well, the Formula One season is coming to a close, so I would work on the principle that the podcast will slowly be winding down, but we've got two seasons under our respective belts so if you want to go back and listen to two seasons worth of Formula One podcast you can absolutely do that anywhere and everywhere you get your podcast even on Audible I remembered that one the other day it popped up on Audible whilst looking for a book I was like I forget that one's always there so yeah um, <laughs> at some point we're going to be featured on um, on, a, on a popular pregnancy test uh, so while while you wait, you can listen to the podcast. Um, yes, positive or something. So check out the check out the Formula One podcast. Um, thank you very much to you, gentlemen, for joining us. Thank you to my glamorous co-host for joining me. Thank you to the lovely listeners and watchers for joining us. We will see you next week for some more fantastic. NFL-ness will go over the games that we've predicted here and we will predict more games and you never know we might even get another guest there we go thank you very much gentlemen we shall catch you next time tatty byes bye bye so there we go what do you think to that big thank you to Mark big thank you to James for joining us taking the time out of their very successful podcast straight to the apex if you enjoy the formula one definitely check it out it is the finest formula one podcast uh, around big thank you for watching big thank you for listening if i can do ask you to do a couple of jobs before you go please do consider like share subscribe and comment leave a review where you can leave a review check out the website it's thecookiecast.com There we've got social media links and an email button and that way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. How awesome is that? So awesome. you got to like, share and subscribe.